Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, The Reprisner, a Teller Reprise podcast. I am number 73. I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, 92. Hi. Hey, hey hi. It's me, 92. I'm joined, as always, by 142. That's that's a me, baby. That's you. I don't know why I gave you such a big number. That's nah, fine. Hi, Luke. Hello. How's it going? Hi. And hi, Ashley. Hi. Uh, Luke, we were yeah. talking right before we started recording. You were yeah. going to tell me about the plot of the film Tommy. Or no, excuse me, the rock opera Tommy? Yeah. I actually don't know which it is. Both? Well, okay. Yes? Okay. You, we were talking about the song Pinball Wizard, and you did not know that that was part of a larger piece. Uh, no. The, the Who made an album called Tommy that was like a concept album. It was like a rock opera. And then, I'm sure it's been staged. It probably was staged before the movie got made. But they made a movie out of it. And uh, it is insane. <laughs> okay. As those things often are. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to talk just off the top of my head of what I remember about it while I look it up. But, okay. Yeah. The premise of Tommy is Tommy is a little boy who lives with his parents and everything's great. Um, or no, he doesn't live with his parents. He lives with his mom and his stepdad because his real dad died in the war. Uh, I think... Depending Some on the, would call those parents. That's fair. You're right. That's judging <laughs> me, and that's not what I intended to bring up. Uh, I think depending on the version, his dad either died in World War One or World War Two, depending on when they want to set it. Um, but then, when he's still a very tiny boy, his dad shows up at his home. He actually survived and like, you oh, know, oh, dragged shit. his way here and walks in on his wife and her new husband. And um, I forget if. The the new husband kills the old husband, or vice versa? Yo! One of the men die, and Tommy sees it happen. And, uh, the, like, the mom and the remaining man, like, grab him by the shoulders, like, listen to me. Listen, we're gonna bury that guy out in the backyard. You did not see anything, you didn't hear anything, and you're not gonna say anything. You got it? And Molly, what's the, what's the chorus of Pinball Wizard? Uh, God, I cannot think of it off the top of my head. I don't know Pinball Wizard that well. That blind, deaf, and dumb kid sure plays a mean pinball. Oh, boy. (laughs) Because they tell him that, and because of the trauma of the moment, he loses his sight, his hearing, and his ability to talk. Mm. And uh, they try everything to try and cure him. Uh, Like, there's a song about taking him to church. You know, he's going to doctors. Oh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, a Hosier church song. song. Yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah. Song. <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, his dad takes him to see, like, a drug dealer slash sex worker to, like, drug fuck him into being able to see. That's a weird song. That's, um, that's a situation right there. It's a good song, Acid Queen. <laughs> sure it is. Yeah. In the mo- okay, the other thing with the movie, though, is that, like, it takes the most ridiculous possible way to convey all of this, like... When they go to see the Acid Queen, she throws Tommy into an Iron Maiden with syringes full of drugs instead of spikes. Yo. <laughs> yeah. That's horny. Oh, Hang yeah. on. Yeah, yes, of course it is. <laughs> um, I, go on, Ashley. I don't know. Uh, Ashley was gonna... <laughs> were you going to debate the horny... Yeah, I yeah. was. Uh, like, meanwhile, there's a whole other subplot at this point where, like, all of his other family who is, like, being called in to help take care of him are, like, abusing him. It's really awful and, like, not fun. <laughs> um, 
And eventually he ends up, like, abandoned uh, in the middle of, like, London or whatever and stumbles into a junkyard and finds a pinball machine. And miraculously, he can play pinball despite not being able to see or hear. And he becomes a local celebrity and uh, becomes, like, famous as the pinball wizard. (laughs) And uh, where it goes from there is that, uh, I'm trying to remember the order of things, like, his whole family becomes fabulously rich, and his parents become, like, materialistic and awful. There's a scene in the movie where the mom is, like, in a fur coat, and their TV explodes, and baked beans shoot out of it like a fire hose at her, and she, like, bathes in it. Oh, (laughs) This is Ariel. (laughs) And then, uh, I think at this point, Tommy, like... His problem has always just been psychosomatic, and he breaks out of it and be, is able to see and speak and hear again. And what he decides to do is form a cult based on pinball. <laughs> because just, just as pinball led him to finally be able to see, it can lead you to finally be able to see, too. And he gets a huge cult following, but then he doesn't let them do drugs, and they revolt against him. And I think they kill him. Oh. And that's Tommy. That was a lot. A lot to take in. <laughs> it's so wild. It's just, what? What are you doing? What is any of this? The Yeah, okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> anyway, this is a podcast about the prisoner. <laughs> yeah, hey. Which has nothing to do with that Okay, shit. I just double-checked. At least in the movie, he does not get killed by the cult. Okay, well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um... I guess they, you know, yeah, uh-huh. Um, I'm looking at the Wikipedia pages for this now, and I just don't even know what to do with myself. Yeah, uh, we could yeah. just do anything this week so we don't have to talk about this anymore. <laughs> what did I do this week? Um, I played some Dragon's Dogma. I, okay. I've owned that game for a while, and I've, like, started a game on it a couple times and just not even, I, I wasn't even disinterested in it. It just, for whatever reason, never, like, sunk its teeth in me. Mm-hmm. Um... But this time it kind of is. Like, I'm I'm through the tutorial stuff. I'm out in the world. I went into a catacomb, fought some skeletons. You know how it goes. Yeah, I, I have tried to play that game a couple times, and I think I've had the same problem. Yeah, it's not, a, like, a story game. Like, the story is kind of nothing. At least so no. far. Um, I also kind of know how that game ends, and that sounds wild. Yes. Yeah. I know about the ending of Dragon's Dogma. I, I have... I've listened to someone explain the ending, like, seven years ago when that game was new, so I only kind of remember it. Yeah. But I remember it being kind of wild. Yeah, I uh, think I remember yeah. it really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that'll be fun to, to see for myself. Um, I also played a game called uh, Signs of the Sojourner. Uh, it's okay. a game that just came out. It's really neat. It is... Um, kind of a take on like a deck building game that like every other indie game is now since Slay the Spire got big. Yeah. But it's really different. It's um whereas like like Slay the Spire is kind of based on like Dominion and that kind of game. Uh Signs of the Sojourner is almost more Uno. And instead okay. of being combat, it's trying to model um a conversation. And Interesting. Yeah, so the idea is every card you get has two symbols on it, one on the left and one on the right, and you want to match the symbol on the left with the 
symbol on the right that the opponent played last time. And it's not even really okay. an opponent because you're trying to keep the rally going. Um, and so each symbol represents a different type of uh, like conversational style. Like triangle is logical and diplomatic. Uh, circle is empathetic and understanding. Um, mm-hmm. Like diamond is creative and imaginative, that kind of thing. Um, and so different people will have different um, types of conversation styles that they'll be more receptive to. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of gets another layer of complexity added onto it where, like, um, cards will have effects on them. Like, you'll have a card called Clarify that lets you, instead of having to play on the last card in the stack, you can go back in the stack and play something else. Or, like, um, Accommodate, where instead of playing a card, like, you just duplicate the card that got played. Um, huh. And it's very, like, you don't, like, fail-fail any t- at any time. If you lose, like, anytime someone doesn't make a match, the conversation takes, like, a negative turn. And if it takes too many of those, the conversation just ends badly. But then the story just moves on with that conversation having gone badly. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and, like, story-wise, it's about, like, your... It is set, like, it's kind of post-apocalypse-y, but not in, like, a Mad Max-y way. It's like, yeah, everything kind of broke down, and, like, something really awful happened a while ago... But, you know, life goes on. We gotta, like, figure out how we're gonna keep the electricity on for the people who are still here. That kind of thing. For sure. Yeah. And your mom ran a shop, and she would, like, ride with a caravan all around the neighboring cities to pick up stuff to stock in the shop. And it was kind of, like, the focal point of your town. And then she passed away, and you're, like, inheriting her shop, and you have to travel around and, like, build up relationships with all of her old business contacts to try to keep the shop going. Okay. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, and then, like, it's got a thing where, like, the longer you're out on the road, you'll add um, fatigue cards to your deck, which can't match with anything. It's just you're too tired to have a real conversation. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Tracks to me. It's it's really neat. It's not that long. Um, you can probably finish... I think I finished it in, like, three settings. You could do it in two pretty easily. Sure. Um, it kind of reminds me of... Did you ever play the Yogg? I heard about the Yogg. I don't remember anything about the Yogg. Yeah, it's it's not really mechanically similar to the Yogg at all. It's not multiplayer at all. But something about its vibe just kind of reminded me of that game. Yogg just, vibes? Yeah, it's got Yogg vibes. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, you know, you're going to try some things. Uh like, you're not going to succeed at everything. There's going to be successes and failures, and you're just going to kind of see how it shakes out. Um, and, yeah, it's short enough that I'm probably going to replay it once or twice just to see the different uh, ways it can go. I don't know how variable it is, because I've only played it the one time, but it definitely gave me the impression that it's got at least a few different directions it can go in. Sure. Yeah, sounds neat. Yeah, it's a cool game. I recommend it. Maybe one day. I have to play all the bad games I'm working on right now. Uh, what bad games are you working on? Um, I am playing Grand Theft Auto V. Why? Because I got it for free. Yeah, I just turned it down. <laughs> I don't want it. I just downloaded it, and I decided I'll play this, because yeah. I like that kind of game. That's fair. That's that's the game style I most enjoy. That's, that's totally reasonable. I love to drive, is yeah. the thing. Hey, driving? That's all right. Driving's pretty good. Driving's pretty good. 
Um, also been playing some Minecraft, but Grand Theft Auto Five is fucking awful. Yeah. I I was playing, so I was playing Grand Theft Auto Four, right? Right. I mentioned this before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that game, like, it's clearly made in what it was like two thousand five or something. That mm. game came out two thousand seven. Yeah. It's probably gonna be like twenty eleven. I'm just a fool. Anyway, um, but like, it's it's cynical, right? It, it's very yeah. cynical. I would not say it's as cruel as Grand Theft Auto Five is. Yeah, I didn't because, finish four, yeah. but I remember the vibe just being very much like Nico is in a bad place, but you know he's doing his best. He's trying to get by. They're, he's trying. Your cousin he's a, is kind he's of not an, a good person. Yeah, yeah. Like your cousin's a dick, but he's well-meaning. Yeah, like at the end of the day, I don't think anybody. Okay, I think some people in Grand Theft Auto or Grand Theft Auto Four are like reprehensible, right? But it's far, far less people than the everyone. Uh, that Grand Theft Auto Five is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Franklin's okay. Franklin yes. is the only one who seems like he's trying to be decent. Right. And like even then, he's like stuck doing crime because he's you know he's a poor black kid, so right. He's he's doing crime. Um, but it's just so fucking. It just hates the world so much. It does, and I get it. I do too. But you don't have to be an asshole about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it not only yeah. hates the world, it also says, yeah, the world sucks. Also, don't bother trying to make it better. Cause, right, like, exactly. It's just like, just we got to live like this. And, like, yeah. that's not. And, like, Grand Theft Auto 4 has some, like, tones of that, but it is not outright, like, and nothing can ever change. Yeah. It is, it is, it's very much like the world is fucked up, and that's how it is right now. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's definitely a tone difference. I don't know if it's enough. Um, because like I said, Grand Theft Auto Four is not—it's not good. Sure, no, like, yeah. I I can live in that world because I enjoy playing that game. Like yeah. it's and I you know I was young enough when I played it the first time that it's 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 calming to me. Yeah, I played um, GTA Five for a couple hours when it came out. I wasn't gonna get it, and then like the hype train got to me, and I, gotcha. I bought it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even like get to where Trevor was one of the characters you could play as. Because, oh wow! You oh wow! Oh yeah, I I hit the eject button fast on it. I uh, cause like all the opening stuff with Michael, we're like, okay, each one of his family members sucks. They're all awful. Also, his therapist is awful. Franklin's cool, but also his like uh, aunts that he lives with are just horrible caricatures of like fema Nazis. Yes, and uh, it's all just. That shit, and then, like, I was driving around in the open world with Franklin, and I got a pop-up, like, oh, hey, there's a freak nearby, you should pick them up and sell- see their freaky story. And it was, like, some lady with a drug addiction, and I was like, why are you making her a clown? This is cr- this is gross. Yeah, and the, uh, all the side missions of, like, the random people in the world, it's yeah. called Strangers and Freaks, which is not great. Yeah, and then I yeah. uh, took the game out, went back to GameStop, uh, and said that it was broken, and I couldn't get it to run on my <laughs> Xbox, and could I just get store credit for it? Get our ass. <laughs> yep. Yeah, GTA Five is the only, is I think it's the first game I just, like, straight up returned in person. Yeah. Wow. Um, Sucks, I dude. Fucking, yeah, and, like... The th- part of that thing that really gets it um, for me is just how fucking, like, that game does not care about any of its characters. No, it, yeah. It wants you no. to hate all, every single one of them. Like, Nico is supposed to be, like, a kind of, like, a good guy. At, it's, you know, Nico, like, at some... 
Nico on some level is like he knows because like he he very much knows everything he's doing is wrong and he doesn't want to do it, but he's stuck in it. Right. Like, and it it, it feels like a real person. Yeah. Well, like everyone is like. Every cutscene in GTA Five is like you going to go meet someone. That person is a huge piece of shit. You're a huge piece of shit to, to them. Yeah. Uh, and then you like leave and drive across the city. <laughs> yes. And then shoot some dudes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, I, if you didn't even get to Trevor, you don't even know the depths of how bad that game gets. I, it I is. Have, I have heard fucking. Things. It is so bad. I got to the Trevor stuff when I was playing, and I just nearly turned it off because I hate him so much. But isn't he, like, really funny and random? Um, yeah, I guess if you really like your funny random murder humor. Uh-huh, I, I yeah. really, yeah. It's, like, the worst, like, mental illness caricature Great. that you could possibly make as a, like, protagonist character. It's so bad. Yeah. Anyway, I got it for free. Don't buy, don't give Rockstar any money. No, no. Do like- not. I have, I have heard people say that Red Dead Redemption 2 has a good story. And listen, I have not, like, fucking watched any cutscenes from that game or anything. I have a hard time believing that the people that have the worldview that GTA 5 reflects could possibly have anything I want to hear come out of their mouths. Also, also uh, I've gone back and played some Red Dead Redemption. That game's not good either. Yeah, that game yeah. sucks, man. I've heard that game, the shine's kind of come off the apple on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Don't don't go back for it. It's not worth it. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Those are all games like I really liked back when, you know, yeah. um, that, you know, obviously I knew were kind of fucked up. Yeah. But really, you kind of forget the depths to which they go. And um, like just how like cynical and like pervasive their fucking horrible politics Yes, it's really bad. Not just in, like, GTA and shit, but, like, in Red Dead, and, like, that, like, bleeds out to, like, larger gamer politics. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Now I want to find out the ways that uh, Rockstar Presents Table Tennis is actually reprehensible. That's the only good game. (laughs) (laughs) That's their only good game, probably. That's that Warriors game that I think people like still, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I never played it. I don't know anything about the Warriors. Me neither. Other than that, they come yeah. out and play a. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess they do do that, huh? Yeah. Baseball um, dudes. They're baseball dudes. They're baseball dudes. Uh, no, you can't trick me into watching the Warriors. This. I will not be watching this. <laughs> I, I know up. that you know baseball is the way to get you into things. <laughs> I uh, simply will not. Um, Ashley, what you been up to this week? Uh, I watched. Uh, you know, everyone was apparently doing a uh, thing, or you were doing things that you did not like. Yeah. Uh, I decided to do something I liked. That's fucked up, but okay. Um, which was, I watched all, basically all of Shira and the Princesses of Power. Hell yeah. yeah. You can't talk which, about it. No, I won't. I okay. won't talk about any spoilers or anything like that. Uh, I just want to say that previously I had said I had saw it, but I hadn't. I was just kind of lying for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's just sure. Yeah, sometimes we've, we've I all feel done like, it. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you just lie and you don't understand why you're doing it, but it feels important too. Yep. Yes. Um, and so I did that, and 
then the latest season, season five came out. I was like, I should watch that. And I was like, where did I leave off? And I'm like, oh, like, I watched some of season two, but, like, I also missed the finale of season one. I just, I'm gonna go fucking through this. Yeah. Uh, and I watched that entire series in, like, three days. Yeah, yeah. And fuck, dude, that show is good. It's a good-ass show. That show tackles a lot of things. Sure does. Hits you hard. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I it's have a such whole... a bummer to me that their fucking He-Man show they're doing isn't, like, a spinoff of it. Yeah. Like, I'm happy that it gets to be its own thing. Yes. But, like, also, I want more of that world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also, it'd be fun to have an episode where, like, this version of, like, Adora got to meet fucking Adam, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just really like all of the characters, and the fact that all of the characters still have the dumb-ass names yes. from, like, She-Ra yeah. is, like, maybe one of the best parts of it. Right. Like... Oh, yes, I care deeply about the characters, uh, Natasa, the lady who tosses nets. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Spinnerella. <laughs> the girl who spins, the lady who spins. Yeah. Um, this. No, Spinnerella's great. The, no, Spinnerella's great. Uh, and Natasa has some really good moments in season five. Yeah, yeah, her, yep, the thing, like the cold open <laughs> that's focused on Natasa, oh, so good. Yes. Fuck, man. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, Mermista, also great. Mermista is also great. Um, yeah, like, one of the main villains in that show, like, the major antagonist is, like, is named Catra, and she's just a cat lady. Yeah. And she's named Catra because of She-Ra. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and I assume because she, her, was too on the nose. <laughs> Didn't have the right, like, cadence. Yeah, I mean, these are characters in the He-Man universe. Yeah. The the dude who shoots bo- shoots bows is just named Bo. <laughs> yes, he is. As my friend And he's a delight. Eli, he's a delight. He's really good. Um, as my friend Eli said, uh, he is a name-yourself-after-a-noun-trans guy. <laughs> yeah. God. Also, no one in that show is straight. No one in that show is cishet. No one. What about Glimmer? I guess she might be bi. Yeah, there was enough of, like, her Adorgan pretty close that I would, like... Yeah, no, that's fair, that's fair. Like, I'm, I'm just saying that there are... <laughs> yeah. If that's something that matters to you in a watching, choosing to watch a show... Right. Um, I was happy regardless. <laughs> yeah. Like, I won't pretend that it was nice to, like... See that, like, oh, this character has two dads. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. But, um, it's just a good show, regardless of that. Definitely. Yeah. Watch it if you can, you if you want. Definitely should. Either watch it on Netflix or just steal it. It's fine. Yeah. I give you permission. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. You're welcome. Thanks, Luke. Hey, you're welcome. Um, we ready to talk about The Prisoner? I think we are. Yeah. Let's talk about The Fucking Prisoner. We watched uh, Season 1, Episode 2, The Chimes of Big Ben. This show really is the perfect show for us, because just like us, it is an intro that goes on for fucking ever, but also it's amazing, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, there's fucking three full-ass minutes of intro to this yeah. show. It's great. Yeah, love I, it. I mentioned it on Twitter, but there's a skip intro button on Amazon, 
And if you click it, it does not skip far enough to get you through the intro. Beautiful. Beautiful. Art. Love it. It doesn't even get you to the new part of the intro. It, like, cuts into, like, when he's driving his car around London. It's so good. How how does that even happen? Like, you think that they... They probably just have a program to, like, skip 40 seconds or something. Yeah. Like, they, they skip to, like, a minute in and know it's safe. You know what? It looks like maybe that must have been a bug that they fixed because now it cuts immediately to the new stuff where, like, number two is in the intro. God damn it, Luke, you told them! I, fuck, I ruined it. (laughs) Yeah, you did. You fucked this all up, Luke. This is all your fault. Still, though, intro does not get you through the entire intro. It does not. Um, anyway, so, um, we are, we are in the village. Uh, it seems like Six has been here for a minute now. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's here, he's chilling, he's waking up. This is um, one of the reasons, this is one of those episodes that people say, like, they don't think it needs to go, like, super deep into the show. I think this is, like, episode five or six on most of the fan orders. Yeah. Like, enough for, no, like... No, it's episode two, though. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, listen, but it's episode two. I feel like it's worth at least tipping our hats to, like, talking about some of the ways that the order of this show is weird. No, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it is uh, definitely, like, oh, like, he is just, like... He is not, like, very gung-ho about, like, being in the village, but he is like, oh, yep, this is how this works. Right, <laughs> right, and, like, where it's gonna get weird is eventually we're gonna hit episodes where it feels like he just got here, and he's still getting used to it. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, well. It's fine, I'm this, just saying. As, as far as I'm concerned, The Prisoner, as a series, is a collection of stories about him being stuck here. For sure. Uh, the order in which you are given them is probably not that important. It's not that important. It's, it, listen... I, I I feel like I am with you. Listen, I'm going along with watching it in air date order. I feel like we gotta have somebody giving a voice to the perspective that this is the wrong order to watch it in, or people no, are gonna why? string us up. Why? We're gonna why? get burned at the stake. Sure, fuck it. Try me. <laughs> See if I burn, motherfucker. We'll try. No, I don't. I will. I will pay no lip service to this. Rachel, will, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> I will pay a little bit of lip service to it. I, nah. <laughs> it. Listen, everybody watched it in this order when it aired, and they liked it. That's true. So there's no fucking reason to change the order of the show. <laughs> Zero. None. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, Six wakes up, he puts on his clothes, and number two, new number two here, um, he's got a little bit longer hair, uh, he's got a beard, he wants to fuck Six so bad, it's not even (laughs) funny, dude. Yeah, you're not wrong. He wants, he wants Six to be his fucking brat. Yeah, I, I feel like this is kind of a fan favorite number two. This is a real good number two. Yeah. Like, I think for a lot of people, like, obviously there's a different number two every time, but this is kind of the guy you think of when you think of number two. I think that's in all the, in all the fanfic, rules. this is... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously. I love, like, yeah, Six is getting out of bed, and he, like, whips his robe really hard as he puts it on, and, like, it makes number two get up out of his chair and, like, shuck, like, oh, he can make you even putting a robe on an act of, of like, rebellion. Defiance. Defiance. Yes. cool guy. He, he, no, he does not say what a cool guy. <laughs> he might as He well. leaves it at act of defiance because this is sexual. <laughs> I I agree with you that it's sexual. I just think he also thinks he's a really cool guy. 
he does think he's very cool, and I think uh, primarily uh, this episode is about how bad he wants to smash. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the speaker is playing the music again at Six's place, and he's like, "Damn, I really hate this shit." God, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. He but he's learned. Fucking... He's not just gonna smash it because he has to deal no. with the electrician. No, he has figured out that if he simply puts it in his refrigerator, uh, he don't have to hear it that much. Yeah. And then six or two is watching this. It's like, wow, he's so fucking oh, smart, yeah, too. Fucking yeah. good. God damn, fucking love this guy. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna hard boil some eggs, and he's out on the town. Um, and is this the part where we hear there is a uh, art contest that's gonna happen? Probably. Yes. Art exhibition going on. Yeah. Yeah, um, like it's like, oh, there's you know, this good weather's gonna remain good, and there's an art exhibition in the next like six months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the helicopter comes in while uh, Six is playing chess with a different war criminal. Right. Um, who yeah. is imploring him the importance of just settling down, man. You can't leave anyway. You may as well vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Your vibes what if are miserable. Vibe? <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, your vibes are awful. Yeah, and he's just and like, I can't you know, play chess with you. Well, why are you wasting all this time trying to fight a war you can't win, son? Brah. I have a mustache Brah. and I'm going to twirl it. And Six looks at him and goes, How many people did you let die on the Eastern Front? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, he's basically also like, What side did you fight for? And he's right. like, rah, rah, rah. No, I died. It doesn't matter. They don't um, directly talk about it very often, but it's always funny to me to remember that every extra in this show is a spy from World War II who probably did some bad <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. That is good. Just the just the undertone of this show. Right. Being, like the dudes yeah. playing with a beach ball on the beach definitely fucking like. You know. He definitely killed some people while they were parachuting down to Earth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he took pals. Yes. Like, one of uh, these, like, sweet ladies in the background with a goofy hat was, like, a Nazi that helped crack the Enigma machine or whatever. God. Um, yeah, that's, that's the lady who wins the uh, award. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> um, two comes up to six at the chess table, and he's like... Wow, the guy you just played against really didn't seem to like you. And Six just goes, "Yeah, I beat him in like six moves. It's fine." Yeah, <laughs> I kicked his ass at chess. Yeah, I love these little horse guys. <laughs> uh, so two sits down. And he's like, "Hey, listen, have you thought about uh, have you thought about doing any art for my art project? Also, hey, check out that lady who's landing over there in the helicopter." Um, and he wants he wants Six to um kind of attend to the new number eight who just landed yes um who is a who is a russian lady um or estonian lady i guess she says yeah um but she is like passed out off the off the helicopter and two is kind of making fun of six for this um we cut to them back in uh two's uh lair i get i guess it's a lair yeah it's a lair yeah <laughs> I um, like that he's sitting crisscross applesauce in the circle chair. He sends he's saying crisscross applesauce in the circle chair. I thought it was very funny. Yeah. It's very uh, good. So he's um, just kind of vibing the butlers there. He puts out some tea. Um what were you gonna say, Ashley? I, I was gonna ask if we had gotten to the point where he's like, Oh, I have to change your file to say that you're very funny. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. I think he has started on that bit already. Yeah. In this episode, there's a lot of two updating Six's file, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and then, so, two is like, hey, so, uh, how do you like your tea? Do you, how much, how much sugar do you want in it? And then six goes, isn't that in my file? 
<laughs> and two is like, yes, but it would be faster if you just told me. He's like, I, I just don't want to tell you anything, man. I, it's right there in your fucking file. Just look at your file. I don't want to tell. You. It's right yeah. there. Um, and this is this is this is this is foreplay. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> I hadn't thought it when I watched it, but as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. This is foreplay. <laughs> um, so he eventually looks in the uh, file and he's like, "Oh, you don't take any sugar." Okay, so he just pours him the tea, um, and they talk more about like keeping eight company, right? Um, but then how six grabs three sugar cubes and puts it in his tea. Three sugar cubes in his tea, and two is like, <gasps> <gasps> "What?" <laughs> Camera zooms in as he sits back in his chair dramatically. <laughs> He's like, ah, ah, ah. Well, six puts six puts him in his teeth so fucking dramatically. He like <laughs> takes his finger and he like shows him that he's putting them in the tea like really dramatic. He's like, boop, 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 boop. He's like, fuck. Yeah. Well, like he like yeah. he said, he can even make the act of putting in tea look defiant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's funny. Yeah. Um. So the the point of this conversation ends up being like we want you to talk to number eight. You know, you want we want you to hang out with her. Um, she is she's going to be in town now, so you should probably get to know her and you know be a really good neighbor. She's going to live right next to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we see like the video feed that two has, um, and six is still there, and they see her waking up in the uh, replica of her room. Yeah, it's basically like, we're getting the intro of the prisoner, but we're getting it from a bird's eye view, or like you know, from from number two's view instead of sitting with number yeah. six while he goes through it. Yeah, we we cut like back and forth between, and she's like, "Oh wow, thank God I woke up in my own room." Oof, that could have wait a that minute, and poorly. Wait up, hang on. There was there were no grass outside my window before. But yeah, do you think she gets her own episode? Like when, because when Six looks out the window, that's when he sees the episode title. Do you think she's seeing an episode title? <laughs> or we're just not getting to see it. I she hope looks so. up. And she goes, "Oh, Chimes of Big Ben. Oh, interesting." <laughs> no, she gets Chimes of Big Billy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but you know, uh, two calls her like he called uh, Six when he came through. And, you know, tells her, Green Dome, come have lunch with me, etc., etc. He does this every time somebody new comes here, supposedly. Right. Um, and, you know, they do the whole, where am I bit, and, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Six is like, uh, he's like, alright, well, I'm gonna leave, because I don't really care about this whole fucking thing. Um, and Two is like, listen, here's, here's the deal. If you tell me w- just one thing, I'll let you leave. And he goes, why did you resign? And then uh, Six is like, nah, dog, I'm not, mm-mm, we don't yeah. play in this game. Yeah, I, I think early on, uh, when they were spying on Six getting up, they mentioned that, like, oh, he's such a rigid man that, you know, if he if he just gives away a little bit, he's not going to bend, he's going to break. We just got to get right. one thing out of him, and then it'll be ours. They say that, and then they yeah. also go on to say, like, um, they say some shit like, well, I don't want him to break. Right. Like, well, they're very conflicted about how to deal with this well, man. So I, I think they're... T- yeah, you're right. I think the idea is that, like, the doctor is saying, like, listen, we can just, like, drug him up and cut parts of his brain out until he says what we want him to. And two is like, no, I love this man. Oh, don't you harm a hair on <laughs> his head. Don't you dare hurt him. I don't want to, like, I ruin him. I him myself. I want to make him love me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
I will break this man. Um, but yeah, six uh, six goes back to his place and sees uh, eight uh, out on the streets. And she's like, "Oh, sir, excuse me, sir. Uh, where the fuck is the green dome? What's a number two? Um, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's just across the street, upstairs. There, you can't miss it." And she's like, "Can you can you take me there?" Um, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, sure." And he is he's gone from being piece of shit asshole to like, "Okay, I'll play this game. She's cute. I'll play." Yes, but he also is kind of being a piece of shit asshole. Oh, he's, like, he's being having a, a lot of, of fun, just like doing this, like playing yes. the charade. I think he also is like clued in. Like, there's something up with this girl. Like. Clearly, half of this has to be a charade for the very them least to try and get this out of yeah. me. Yeah, totally. Um, so he starts taking her out that way. Um, and they show up at Two's place. And he starts like asking her questions like, oh, where are you from? What's your name? Um, and she just kind of dances around the questions yeah. uh, for now. She doesn't really give him much info, but she does end up at Two's place. Yeah. Um, and... She's there for lunch, but does not come home until, like, the evening. Right. Yeah. Um, and Six sees her on the way back, and he's like, oh, that was a uh, pretty long lunch, huh? Yeah, and also, uh, she like, she's kind of like, like, oh, I, I just, you know, resigned. I don't, like, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. I just resigned. And she, he's like, Dad, don't tell me. Tell, tell them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, listen, I don't give a shit. You can do whatever you want. Um. So he invites her in for a uh, for a nightcap, a little drink before we go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and she he brings her in, and he's like, "All right, so you want a non-alcoholic whiskey or a non-alcoholic vodka? What's your what's your poison?" <laughs> yeah. Um, bummer, dude. This is a bummer town, right? No fun allowed. I also uh, like how since episode one, the currencies changed from credits to work units. Work units. No, what if there's two different currencies? You know what? Good point. That's, That's the, true. The work units is the premium currency. <laughs> or no, I guess it'd be another way around. You have to grind for, for work units, but you can buy credits. Yeah. <laughs> you you <laughs> get credits by selling secrets. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, but she, uh, eight is like, wow, uh, that, uh, that number two is a very charming man. Um, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, word, you think so, huh? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, you you also kind of want to dick him down, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she and she's like, I would expect his assistant to be, too. And he looks at her like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, you thought, huh? No. Um, And he's like, oh, no, no. What about what about you? Uh, You know, what's what's your whole deal? What's your name? And she's like, I'm no number eight or number anything else. I'm Nadia Rakovsky. Been interrogated enough for one day. Good night. Yeah. And he's just like, all right, be seeing you. Does the does the fucking gesture thing. Um, and then we see some old men just to build some sandcastles. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cut cut to uh, the admiral's here. Pris thought the admiral got replaced, but no, he's just been he's not playing chess right now. He's just he's just building some sandcastles. <laughs> he's some sandcastles. He's yeah. Very varied activities here. The um, Amazon subtitles is people socializing over this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Which oh yeah, that was I, something I was gonna say. I did mention this show is on Shout Factory. That's where people should watch it. Shout Factory doesn't have subtitles though, which makes it hard to use for oof. this. Yeah, I use subtitles for basically everything. Yeah, because uh, I have bad brain when it comes to processing audio. Yeah, and honestly, just because the show is so old, the audio quality is a little hard to hear. Yeah, it's not the best, but it's it's fine, you know. Oh yeah, it's it's fine. It just subtitles help a lot. Totally. Um so 
Um, we see eight come down to the beach. Six is kind of hanging up on you know a little bit of a higher tier from the beach. Mm-hmm. And two comes and sits down with them. It's like, hey, uh, how's it going? You, you decide to settle down yet? Because you're not leaving. Yeah. Um, you're going to be here for fucking ever, dude. Right. And, and Six, six kind of says, like, hey, does it ever occur to you that, like, we're all prisoners, man, even you? Bro. Yeah. And Bro. he's like, yeah, no, I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude. And, like, you kind of get two's, like, philosophy here. Where he's just like, oh, yeah, like, the whole world, like, we're becoming an international community, and the, like, all, like, like, the West and the East need to stop fighting each other, and just, the whole world should be like the village. It's great here. Yeah, everybody, everybody gets along. There's no fighting. There's, you know, we're just gonna, this is, this is what people worry about, uh, air quotes, New World Order. Yeah. The village. Right. Um... But he's he's like I I just think that everybody should be like this. And Six is like you f- yeah you fucking mind loser. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I'm still worried about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I <laughs> you gotta look out for Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He will bust your union. Is yeah. the thing. Yeah. Get, yeah. I get these jokes. Hulk Hogan's union buster, in addition to being a racist. All right. Yeah, he's a he's a real life union buster. This is not a this oh. is not a kayfabe wrestling joke. He prevented uh, wrestlers from unionizing back in the day. Cool. Uh, which is why we have the culture we have today. Great. What a yeah. great guy. Cool yeah, guy. Rules. Real piece of shit. That Hulk Hogan. Uh huh. Hulk Hogan catch COVID. Um. So. God, I wish. <laughs> Can like one shitty person catch it, please? Please? I guess Boris Johnson, well, Boris Johnson caught it, but he did recovered, it, so I don't He didn't count fucking it. die. Yeah. Could have done me a favor, asshole. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> um, so, um, two was like, hey, you know, I gotta go. Great chat. Love to talk to you, bud. Um, anyway, hey, check out your friend eight. She's swimming. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, she's swimming away. Where's she yeah. going? Um, and she just decides, I'm out to sea. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she starts swimming for a while. We see two go back to his lair. Um, right. He's like looking over her file, sees that she was an Olympic swimmer. Um, yeah, bronze medalist. Bronze medalist at the Olympics. Um, so he calls down to the control room where uh, the bald assistant man um, from the last episode is there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, they ask him like, hey, what, um, what's the range on the visual out to sea? And they're like, okay, it's about two miles. Um. And so he's like, like, okay, past that is just radar. Yeah, past that we're just on radar. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Um, so they put out the uh, the old orange alert. Yep, rover um, her baby, rover time baby. <laughs> um, and friends, rover got kids. <laughs> rover <Yeah>. had kids. <laughs> rover yeah. had kids since last app. Rover and two little baby rovers uh, little attack baby her rovers. and drag her back to shore. As far. Fu- I did not remember the Rover Babies. I think this might be the only time they show up. <laughs> God, that's so depressing. The Rover, the tiny Rovers are so fucking funny. Okay, all right. So the one funny interpretation of it is that they're Rover's babies. The other funny mm-hmm. interpretation is that Rover is like a Kirby and those are his arms. <laughs> and he, had to, <laughs> he usually doesn't have to drag people around. so he, and they just popped off. Yeah. Jesus. The yeah, maybe. Moment of her of Rover getting dra- like dragging her to the beach yeah. is really funny. Yeah. It's really funny. We talked last episode about how Rover is effective. Rover's not effective here. No. Rover's goofy here. No, yeah, this this one is not as good. It's, 
The footage of him like flying across the water is very good. Yeah. Yes. Just rolling on the beach, man. It's all good. Anyway, um, also I like the part where they have to drag her back, and she's definitely not kicking herself back to shore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think Listen, this I was think filmed wh- for standard definition TVs. I think it was in black and white originally. Leave them alone. <laughs> sure. This is fine. Um, but Six goes to her on the beach because they like leave her there. Um, and he is about to like lean down and check her out before um, the uh, rover paramedics show up and yeah. take her away. Um, weird cut to um, Six back at home. And we're seeing this from number two's place. And he's like, hey, meet me at the hospital. And he's like, okay, I'll be right there. Yeah. Um, and then cut to the hospital. <laughs> um, so I do so have really bad news that I have to share real quick. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, just while you were talking, I googled the prisoner rover Gaijinka and zero results. Whoa! Yeah. Come on, people! Yeah. Come the fuck on, bro. Like last time, got a couple results for rover from Animal Crossing. Um, fr- friends of the show, please. Yeah. We need human rover. We need some human rovers. Please. With kids. Yeah. With kids. Please. <laughs> Very important rover lore. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, uh, they go into the hospital. Um, six sees some people being carted around. Uh, group therapy still going on back there. And two is like, oh, six, I'm so glad you're here. Hey, I wonder if you could help me. And he's like, how? And two is like, listen, you uh, you probably got to know her better than anybody else while she's been here. Um, so just just follow me. Um, Which he's had one see... conversation with her. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but we see her. She's like standing in a room, and there is a bowl of water in front of her. Um, yeah. And they are asking her what the uh, like the purpose of her swim was. Was she attempting suicide? Yeah. Like, what was she doing? They're also, like, um, saying suicide over and over again. Like, I almost get the yes. impression that, like, it's meant to be, like, they are subliminally trying to make her commit suicide. Right. They're implanting it or something. Yeah. It, it is very effective. Yeah. As, like, a, just, like, a creepy-ass moment of, like, where they just keep repeating what was in your mind. Right. Yeah. Um, so, there's, um, the the thing with this room is that she it's can a Mario leave. Level. It's a Mario level. She can leave. The floor uh, becomes highly electric every four seconds. Yeah. Um, it and only the takes three water, seconds to get to the door. Right. So she could just leave. But there's a handle on the door. You guys are assholes. Fuck this. Yeah. Um, but she is like, you know, throwing some water on the floor to see when it when the electricity starts. Um, and six is going to leave. Um, but. Two is like, oh, I think she's finally figured it out, you know? Um, so she's going to try and leave, and she gets to the door, and then she stops because they've been, you know, repeating the the phrases too many times to her. Yeah. Um, and they have to, like, scream to stop the, like, stop the whole thing. Yeah, and she's, like, cowering, um, just saying, like, kill me over and over again. Yeah, and then she collapses to the floor. I think this is the point where Six, like, stops suspecting her and, like, buys her as another prisoner. Yes, yeah. totally. Um, and, like, uh, yeah, he, he really just buys the whole thing at this point, right? Yeah, because then yeah. he's like, listen, I'll, if, if uh, you, like, be nice to her and I'll uh, I'll do the stupid arts and crafts show. How about that? Right. Yeah, Which, and he's, uh, I do love yeah, that that's he's, all the more he's willing to give. 
I will, I will let save this woman, and I will do the crafts. <laughs> I will do oh. arts and crafts for you. God, I really don't want to watch you, uh, like, mentally torment a woman into committing suicide. I'll I'll do some woodworking for you. How about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know I'm good at that. So this is a this is a thing. Right. And, and two's so, response is to take out a radio, a little like recorder, and talk about like. Oh, yeah, uh, this to the file. He's got, like, paranoid delusions of grandeur. He thinks he's some kind of fancy boy. Thinks he's some kind of big shot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> this guy thinks he's important. Which is really funny, given everything else that's happened already. Which right, is, yeah. he's Why the most important man on this island. <laughs> yeah, they don't put nearly as much energy into breaking anybody else. No. I mean, it could be off screen, but no. No. <laughs> um. So... Like, he says that into his little recorder, and then um, Six is like, all right, so do you agree or not, bitch? <laughs> and Two is like, all right, fine, she's all yours. So, you know, just do your art project, and, you know, we'll be we'll be even. It's all good. Um, So, we cut to them living together? Yeah. Or at least, like, she's visiting a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They, or they just fucked, because they both wake up, and they're cooking breakfast. Yeah, they yeah. might have just fucked. They might have just fucked. And um, two is like, oh, this is... <laughs> <laughs> this shall not be. <laughs> that was my ass. Two is so... Oh, I love it. I think his act name is Leo McKern. He's such a good actor. He's, he's very, like... He's so good. Dramatic. Like, he's very, like, melodramatic. It fucking whips. Yeah. Um. So, two comes by and visits, and... Um, six, and t- uh, six and eight are gonna head off to the woods to carve for the exhibition, because... Um, six is he's like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do a series of abstracts you know just gonna just gonna make some shit yeah oh we did put it all earlier together. a joke I liked when he was in number two's uh, lair and was trying to leave and number two was like oh you should you should whittle something for the show you're good at woodworking he's like I'll tell you what I'll make you a handle for this door so I can leave <laughs> such a shit that, that is very good yeah. I love six fucking yeah. asshole. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, um, but also, uh, number two is like, and remember, you can't do, like, have any tools. Right. <laughs> Just remember, can't use any knives, axes, or other sharp objects. Um, and <laughs> it's like, I just told you I was going to carve wood. Yeah. But it- Bro. You've been begging me for days now to carve you something out you of wood. Wanted- what the fuck are you talking what about? What the fuck do you mean? Um, so, um, six is like, yeah, you know, I just, uh, I kind of made my own tools. So I guess technically, uh, I didn't like bring an ax into your village, even though I definitely have an ax now. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he's like, I invented my own tools. And two is like, oh, ho, ho, like the caveman. And he's like, yeah, I, I'm going to go invent fire. Anyway, I'm going to leave now. Bye. Yeah. Um, they walk through the, and um, they never, no, two is like, oh, I hate to watch him. Like, oh, I hate for him to go, but I love to watch him leave. <laughs> um, the statues are, you know, they had that path of statues in the first episode that all yeah. have, like, the camera eyes. There's that. And they walk by them, and they turn to, like, look at them. And Six is like, listen, they can see you, but they can't hear you. There's no, there's no audio device on this. Um, and he goes and digs out next to this tree... Um, a bunch of the like supply he made 
like stone and stone axes and knives and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's made your starting stuff in Minecraft. I was gonna say you're yes, starting stuff in Animal 100%. Crossing. Both both are true. It's <laughs> both, these are both correct. Um but six is like, hey, so uh you know where we are, don't you? And eight is like oh I ooh, uh, uh, maybe I could. Yeah, I think they uh, mentioned earlier that she was like, I kind of don't even get why they brought her here. She's not that important of a person. And I guess that's how Six kind of clued in. Well, she knows something. Oh, she must know where the where the village is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, he lays out his stuff. He starts, he starts cutting down a tree yeah. with this axe. He's the most powerful man who's ever lived. <laughs> yeah. By the way, he gets this the tree down he in does. no time. Yeah. They spent I mean, a lot of time with him just cutting down a tree and, like, whittling at it. You know? Yeah. Kind of into it. Yeah, I am, too. I'm not against it. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah, no. this is a long scene of, like, no real plot development. He's just making a vo- Not a boat. Not a boat. Not a boat. It's definitely not a boat. I'll watch Patrick McEwen work. Yeah, sure. Um, So... We have this for a good few minutes until we see a some footage of definitely a different tree and a different clearing get cut down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he starts um, he starts cutting his way into the tree. And it's definitely not in the shape of a boat. No, it's not absolutely at all. not in the shape of a boat. And two comes by and says, "Hey, you're not making a fucking boat, are you?" No, and no, no, no. Six no, is no. like, "No, why would I?" <laughs> no, this is abstract. What? Yeah, this is this is abstract art. I don't know how you could have gotten boat from this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, like, number two is like, mm, that looks pretty close to an axe. And he's like, I bet you can, you know, wink your surveillance. And he's like, oh, oh, oh I love you. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about this is that, not to jump ahead, number two knows this is a boat. <laughs> Yes, yes. And he's just Absolutely. pretending to be too dumb to notice that it's a boat. And number six totally thinks he's got him fooled. This is no, they're playing they're playing baby's first cat and mouse game right here. I think they're, I think six thinks he's getting away with something. I don't. Well, maybe. He I don't think the rest of the episode makes sense unless he does. I I think you might be right. I I don't know. I think he might know they're on to him, but is gonna play the game. Uh huh. Cause like, cause obviously he's making a boat. He's They're, yeah. He knows these people are not that stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I I I think there is more to it than well, that. I guess we'll revisit this topic in a couple scenes. Sure. Um, but yeah, we uh we have him finishing up, and he talks to two for a little bit because two is like, mate, that's a boat. <laughs> it's a boat, <laughs> my man. No, no, it's, it's abstract art. It doesn't make any sense without the other pieces that I haven't made yet. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah don't. don't worry about it. I'm working on it. And I, the um, other pieces definitely won't make it look even more boat-like. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, absolutely not. Um, so, um, we have uh, eight show up at Six's place. Six takes his speaker, puts it under his arm, goes outside to meet her. Um, and she's like, "Is it safe to talk?" And he's like, "Listen, if we're very quiet." Yeah. Um, nobody will suspect anything because we're going to be out here with this nice little acoustic guitar that got going on our little thing right now. It's going to look like we want to fuck. Yeah, and he's like covering yeah. his mouth with his hand while he talks and like caressing yes. her cheek to cover her mouth. Bro, you know there's a microphone in that speaker. Yeah. Boy, don't fucking play. 
<laughs> they're watching her. But I guess they can't hear him because two is just like, oh, the language of love. Right. Oh. Um, Which, again, that's just number two getting off on how much fun it is to watch Six get bamboozled. He just he just loves it. Because <laughs> he knows that, like, eight is working for him. Yup. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um... So, explains that they are in, they're in Lithuania, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they are uh, about 30 miles from the, from the border of Denmark? I don't know. One of those places. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't, I don't, I can, I I can probably watch these subtitles for a minute. It was, uh, Poland, I think. Right. They're 30 miles away from there, and they want to go that way. Um, so, Nadia's like, can you, can you take me with you? I... I really want to go. I don't want to be here. And Six is like, listen, I'll do what I can. I can't promise you like political asylum or anything, but uh, you are kind of cute, so you can go with me. <laughs> I do want. I do want a side piece when I get back to the mainland. So yeah, at this point, number eight's like, I just want to hear the chimes of Big Billy. Big Billy. Like, mm. Oh, uh, B- Big Ben. Big. And she's like, Billy. no, yeah, Big Big Billy. Big Bill. <laughs> and this is when she decides um, that her code name for number six is going to be Big Ben. Yes, which is absurd. It yeah. does not work. <laughs> no. Um. So cure a few hits. Uh. They talk a little bit and then they go back to their places and we go to the exhibition. It's exhibition time, baby. Yeah. Um. Let's let's look at some art. Um. Two comes out and uh greets eight and six, but says, "Hey, six. Um. The judges are a little confused by what the fuck you made. So can you come in and talk to them real quick?" Um, and we look inside, and every piece of art here is a photo of number two. I made love the shitty way. colored pencil drawing of him. There's a colored it's so pen- good. <laughs> colored pencil drawings. There's some sculptures. Like A lot of there's... them are really good, and there's one that looks like if I tried to do it. <laughs> yes. That's for, like, the... Um... The under-18. Yeah, That's yeah. for the yes. child soldiers. <laughs> God... <laughs> <laughs> the Gundam pilots who resigned after the war. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we see um, the guy he was playing chess with, the, the war general, um, shows that he made a chess set, and the king is number two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Six is like, oh, wow, love this shit. Love it. Oh, yeah, love I a chess set. I also love that the general is like, I think your art shit, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's number two? There's no two in this art. Um, and... Uh, uh, the general also says, "Listen, really glad to see you're settling down, man. Love to see that you're here with a woman. That you, you yeah. know, you, that, that you you're fucking. <laughs> that you're that you're getting some. Great for you. Look, I'm so happy for you right now. Um, and number two is like, listen, here he is, our very own Epstein. Um, and six talks to the judges, and the judges go, um, listen, man, we're looking at this thing. What the fuck did you make? Yeah. Um." <laughs> And Six is like, it is what it is, you know? It, just, yeah, it, means, know, it means art. Well, this this is when he is the most, like... The most smug to, asshole. Yeah. yeah. No, he. I feel like at this point, he has to know that they are, like, somewhat onto him. I yeah, don't know. I, the, I think he thinks his ruse is foolproof and that they're totally suckered by it. No, he knows that... But he knows the people here aren't just completely stupid. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I think there is an edge to this where he thinks he's much smarter than these people, yes, but he also has to know that they know. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he named his piece Escape. Yes! He's an asshole. He's, 
completely convinced that they know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he says, no, 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 it's not a boat. It's church doors, because spirituality is the true escape. As we all know. Yeah. yeah this, this is the way to go. If you look here... You can see this mast is actually the cross. Right. If you, if you look at this from the right angle, just depends on it. Just depends on your viewpoint. You know, it's a it's a whole thing. Yeah, and they're like it's totally taken in. Like, oh wow, amazing! But one thing I still don't understand: where's number two? He's not in it. Yeah. I thought he was gonna be a fucking asshole and point through like the hole yeah. in the bottom that there is a yes. picture of number two perfectly framed behind oh, it. Oh, that would have been and so was, good. It would have been so fucking good, but no, they don't go that route. He's just like I I didn't wanna you know, this is I wanted mine to be different. I wanted it to stand out. Yeah. Um This whole this whole exhibition was made to stroke Six's ego. Yeah. The, the entire thing. Yeah. Um, so we have a special prize to give out at this. Number two gives it um, for the over 60 group uh, to number 38 for her enormous tapestry yeah. um, of a picture of number two. And she's like, oh, wow, I did it. I got this little ribbon. Wow. Yeah. Um, apparently people over 60 aren't allowed to win the Nazi lady. <laughs> apparently people over 60 are not allowed to win the grand prize. Well, I assume that there were like prizes for each age group and then here's the grand prize sure didn't yeah, that, seem that way because he did not announce what these people were getting that's true no um that but that is what was happening they announced that earlier did they yeah they announced that there are like multiple prizes and the grand okay. prize is yeah. like the best of all age groups got it um the prize of prizes here uh, will go to number six. He will get two thousand work units, and he goes up. And number two's like, "Oh, oh, give a speech, give a speech." Um, after he's about to just go sit down, and he's like, "Oh, fuck, I didn't want to." God damn it, uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen, my my fellow citizens, my work truly its own satisfaction. I am simply an artist, and I'm making art. You know, this is just what it is. I'm deeply honored by this award. Um, and it should have gone. To, you know, somebody whose long life has truly, you know, been in this village. And I want to buy number 30. I'm not going to give up. First of all, I'm not going to give up my ribbon. I'm keeping the ribbon. However, (laughs) I would like to purchase the tapestry from number 38 for 2,000 work units. I should. Oh, wow. I love that. Wow. I want to hang it in my own home. Wow. Yeah. Um, So they, you know, they trade. He gets he gets the enormous tapestry. Um, do, you, do you think number two is like, wait, shit, he doesn't have a sail. That idiot forgot to make a sail. All right, okay, we need someone to make a big tapestry for the art show. <laughs> 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 well, he does. So two does have tarps. Yeah. He we or not two? Excuse me. Six six does have tarps. We will see this. Right. That um, is true. Because. They take the art out of the exhibition later that night when everybody's in bed past curfew, um, and they run it out to the beach. And the bottom of the boat, um, it was the part that had all the holes in it, but they secure it using a very large tarp um, that, you know, uh, is waterproof, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Small boat, small small hole situation, but they cover that up, they put it on there, and then, yes, they do use the tapestry as the sail um, so they can get the fuck out of here, which is hilarious. As soon as that lady showed off her big tapestry, she goes, oh, that's a sail. That's a sale right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I, I feel dumb that I didn't get it until he bought it. (laughs) I... 
I don't understand why he um, didn't... I guess, it, like, good deed on the way out, I gave this old lady some money. Right. Um, because he could have just, like, stolen it with his own art project, because that's what he did. Right, right. Um, but they put it out, and they're like, yeah, let's, let's fucking go to the sea. Let's this is the part, to me, where Six kind of seems like a dummy, because he, at no point during this does he think, huh... Weird that, like, Rover's not coming after us while we're, like, out past curfew, making a boat on the beach. Ah, it's fine. Let's get out of here. Let's yeah, scram. I bet there's no surveillance right now. Yeah. It's, it's, he has to know. It, there's no way, like, nothing that he does makes sense if he knows. He knows. I don't think he knows. I <laughs> I think he thinks that he is outsmarting them, and the end of this episode is him learning his lesson. That like oh Maybe. they're they're also right right this entire island is spies who are smart right at spy the entire shit. island is spies I forgot that the entire island was spies shit all right fuck fuck <laughs> it's weird because he talks to all of them and he knows they're all spies though like right. it's always very obvious yeah anyway ah whatever who knows who cares doesn't matter really so they're out to sea um he is like using a rudder that is not attached to the boat. Um, they yeah, are. I mean, listen, you know, they're in front of a green screen. Very oh, obviously, yes, no, it is delightful. <laughs> yeah, I love oh, it. Oh yeah, it's great. Um, and you know they're out to sea. Um, and they are like just they say they're about a mile away from where they want to end up. Um, and they suddenly realize that Six is in his fucking house, yeah. as if everybody on the surveillance team was in bed. <laughs> right. We don't have a graveyard shift. No, no. Why would we? Why would why we have someone we? watching at night at our spy prison? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Um, I mean, to so, be fair, all of Six's uh, er, like earlier tips were during the day. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, like yeah, like it's just like number two is like oh man, no one ever thought to escape at night. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they send out the orange alert, uh, realizing that uh, they are almost out of radar range at this point. Um, and Rover shows up, um, but a man with a rifle out near the hills where they are about to land um, starts taking shots at Rover. Yeah. Um, which this is rover violence. I don't appreciate this. Rover is a father. Why are you trying to orphan Rover's Ro- children? He is a father. He's got kids. <laughs> I don't think we're talking um, about. I like the rover summoning animation where there's just the like rover summoning a vent in the ocean up. that spits a bubble out that I guess we're just meant to assume turns into rover. Well, that's what yeah. they did. The, let the, that's what happens in the first episode is he comes out of the fountain. Ro- oh, so right, right, right. He's a being summoned by water and pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a water elemental. Yeah. Um. Yes. <laughs> um. So I like that uh, the way they show Rover getting shot is they will just cut to Rover where they have like sharpied a black dot onto him for the bullet hole and then just jiggle him. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this uh Polish man who's shooting the gun. Um, starts talking to Nadia in a language that um, Six doesn't understand. Six is like, give me paper. Do you have paper? (laughs) Paper. You have a pencil. Uh, So he starts writing some shit down. Says like, hey, transmit this to London. Um, I need them to know what's going on. This is in code. You won't be able to read it, motherfucker, but they need to know. Um, And they are going to get in their route, they are going to be uh, transported by sea and then by air twice from here to London. Yeah. Um, but before they get in the wooden box <laughs> that they are going to be traveling in, uh-huh. um, Six says, hey, 
my watch broke in the water. Swap me for your watch. Bro. Bro. Um, and they, um, they swap the watches and then they get in the box. Um, and then we have a, it's a pretty long, like, travel sequence. Um, yeah, yeah. and Nadia's like, oh, do you want to get married when we get back? Right. Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a wife? And he's just like, God, please let me sleep. I'm in a crate. I am in a crate right now. Stop it. We are. Literally just in this fucking wooden case. Every time they cut back to him, he's just sleepier and sleepier. He's like, fuck. Yeah. He's like, uh, what? No, no, I'm not. No. no. I'm too sleepy to be a cool British spy man right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a 12-hour journey. Um, they are on the way there. She asks him quite a few questions. Um, you know, do you, do you know anybody? Do you have anybody left? You know, what, uh, what are you going to do when you get back? I'm feeling sick. Dad, I'm feeling sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then, like, every time he's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I don't got no wife. She's like, ooh, I'm feeling better. Ooh. <laughs> I wish ooh, these wooden great walls weren't here. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they make walls in this thing? <laughs> That's a good question. They wanted, They were like, the people back at the village were like, yo, we gotta leave room for Jesus. We cannot let them be fucking in that box. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. Um, but we see a guy named Father Gay who gets a copy of the message, and he answers his phone, and he's like, yeah, what time would you say they get here, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, wow, can't wait to see him. Um, so... This is meant to set up that we actually think he's making it out, right? Yeah, if you don't know the um, end of this episode, it's like you're getting shots of like a truck driving over the countryside, uh, which it's definitely just stock footage, but that makes it funny yeah. because the crate is definitely not in the back of the truck. Right, it's very funny. <laughs> which works with how the episode goes. Yes. Um, so they um, eventually, um, they get the box to um, London... They open it up. Uh, it's very funny. Six is very tired. He's so sleepy. He's so sleepy. And he's like looking at He's like, where the fuck? Oh, oh, hey, guys. Good to <laughs> hey, see you, I what guess. Uh, How's it going, y'all? When, he, when the crate opens and he's still got the blanket on his head, yeah. it's so fucking funny. <laughs> um, but he's like, oh, we've, we've made it. I've, I've returned. It only took me one episode. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> um, but um, they, you know, they do the introductions with everybody and they take Nadia out of the room while the colonel uh, talks to Six. Um, Six starts demanding like full political asylum for eight uh, for Nadia. Yeah. Um, and is they hear the chimes of Big Ben rings eight. Uh, when when they get there, right, uh, and they and they have a nice little time listening to it because she always wanted to hear the chimes. Yeah, oh, Big um, Billy, Big Billy, yeah, that's Big Billy, <laughs> Big Billy style, Big Billy style. I've been thinking of the entire fucking time we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> I just been thinking of Big Billy from the Powerpuff Girls. No. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Father and Gay is basically grilling six like ah. Uh, you know, you, you well, this is the colonel. This isn't father and gay. Oh, is it not? You're right. You're right. No. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, you, you quit your job, and then you vanish off the face of the earth for God knows how long, and then you come to us in a box with a Russian lady. You definitely seem like a spy, dude. You definitely defected. 
you definitely defected over to the the other side of the Iron Curtain. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Which, for fair. real. Uh, yeah, I guess. It, it's a plausible story he's telling. He's it's spinning It's a plausible. Here. This sounds like some bullshit. So, um, the colonel acts like he doesn't know what the village is. Um, and Six is like, oh, no, 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 no. I know no, no, no. Know, buddy. Like, yeah. listen, like, you don't I have qu- to play this fucking game with me. I just came from there. I quit my spy job with British intelligence and immediately got kidnapped and taken there. Like, come on. You're going to tell me that you weren't a part of that? I see. Interesting. Uh, the entire time, the colonel's fucking with his mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. There's a couple men with bushy mustaches in this episode, and they love to fiddle with them. Yep. Um, and he kind of explains the whole situation with Nadia. About how he found out the information about the about the village and all that, um, and Six has a fucking breakdown, screaming at the Colonel about how yeah. this side is supposed to be different, like from the other side. But now he's not so sure. Yeah, and finally he's like, "All right, buddy, I'm pretty sure you're a defector. You've got to start talking to making some sense, pal. Why'd you resign? Yeah. Let's start there." And Why like. Did- Oh, God, he starts with the worst possible question. But also, like, it would have worked. Six is breaking. He's gonna say it. So, yeah, Six is about to break. Yeah, like, he gets, like, halfway into saying what his reason is. Yeah, he's, he's like, I did it because I couldn't stand it morally. It was wrong. Yeah, like, to the Um, point where, yeah, like, the viewer can basically infer why he resigned. He saw war crimes, or did war crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Or was asked to do war crimes. Or, like, like, basically just, he, like, the idea of patriotism died to him, then he understood that, you know, oh, yeah, Western countries are also evil. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, if they had not had Big Ben repeat... Yeah. They would have got him. Because it's going off as he's talking, and he notices that it chimes eight times... And that his watch that he supposedly got in Lithuania is also at 8 o'clock, but there's an hour's difference between those two places, so why does the time match up? Right. Because some fucking idiot intern at the village forgot to set the clock right. Uh, you know, he yeah. got fired. Oh, yeah. He's in that group therapy room now. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's stuck there forever. Yeah. That's it. Um. Yeah, so that is... um. The end of the episode, he looks out into a cabinet, um, sees that <laughs> just everything has been plugs, a and like he pulls one plug, and all the like traffic noise outside stops. It's really yep. good. It's really good. And like he grabs the colonel by his fucking tie, and is like, "You motherfucker." Yeah. Um, so if out of anything, this proves that everyone is in on this. Like, right. Obviously, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but this is like confirms. Everyone he knows is in on this because right, like, yeah, he resigned. Yeah. Which that's not to not to go back to this. That's another reason people like putting this episode a little later. They feel like this is a good like end of act one reveal instead of an episode two reveal. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, do not care. I understand. Um. So he starts walking out of the building, like. Opens the door. Colonel does not even try to stop him because he like they know they're got. Yeah. Um, he opens the door, looks outside, sees the village, and he's like, "Well, guess I'll go back about." He kind of smiles and he's like, "All right, all right, you motherfuckers, you got me." I feel you yeah, got, yeah. You almost got he's, me. He's not even like 
He's not angry. He's not yelling. No. He just kind of deflates a little and just does like the be seeing you and just walks off yep. and just starts doing it to everybody he walks past. It, yep. It's and not, see, it's kind of like a fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> we I, see eight. I, I, I yes. feel like the British intelligence guy could have tried a little harder to recover from the the fuck up. Just be like, what are you talking about? No, it rang nine times, six. You've been sleeping in a crate for like an entire day. Yeah. You misheard. You're tired. You're exhausted. Tell you what, let's get you a hotel room. We can continue talking about this in the morning. Yeah. Or also like your watch may be broke when you were sleeping in a fucking crate, my dude. <laughs> yeah. Like there were ways to recover from this if they didn't just give up immediately. Yeah. His yeah. like... The way he decides to get around it is, well, maybe he's very prepared. <laughs> yeah, he's like, right. oh, maybe, maybe the watch was slow. Yeah. Um, but um, we see a conversation between Father and Gay and two, and he's like, well, you almost got him. He's pretty fucking good, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, good good spy. And then we see Nadia roll up. She's like, God damn. Well, told you that shit wouldn't work. Idiot. <laughs> fucking told you. I didn't even want to fuck him. <laughs> You wanted to fuck him, and you made me do it for you. You made me do it for you. <laughs> and you made you, you watched. <laughs> uh, they explicitly do have cameras in his bedroom. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. So, but everybody else. So they announce another uh, competition. The subject this time is seascapes. Six shows back up at his house, and he like snaps his fingers and goes back inside. Yeah. Like, well. Guess I'll try again next week. Right. <laughs> I like the two's not even like that mad that it didn't work. He's just like, ah, nuts. Ah, well. Ah, damn. That was my one chance to get with him. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, a little conversation about how good he is at the end. And that's that as Nadia goes off to do her own thing. Uh, like, like Cobb did at the end of the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... That's a, what a good fucking show. I'm so happy that you're into it, both of you. So fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah, no, this it's fucking perfect. Just perfect like, and beautiful. Especially compared to modern shows, it's just a different vibe in a way that I can see, like... I can imagine a lot of people watching the very long sequence of him sleeping in a crate and getting bored. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm like, ah, eh, this show sucks. But no, I'm I'm love that y'all like it. No, this is good and goofy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um... I mean that in the, for the record. I mean that in the nicest way possible. Oh, for like, sure. It yes. clearly is goofy. Yeah, I. There's times I get a little worried that maybe the show doesn't know that it's goofy, but no, it knows it's goofy. It knows it's. Goofy. It I, knows that it's goofy. It knows you it's can't goofy. have this motherfucker carve a fucking boat, <laughs> right? And not know that you're making a dumb show. <laughs> you can't have the greatest enemy in the show be a weather balloon and not know that it's a little goofy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same reason why people like go like, "Oh yeah, they with Batman sixty six, they didn't know that it was goofy." It's like they fucking knew. They yeah. fucking knew. And like, it it can be serious and goofy at the same time. Like, they can try to have like themes and ideas. Because like, I was gonna jokingly be like, "Oh yes, but like Rover's blank and round, and you know, he's a symbol of modernity." And like, yeah, he kind of is that. Also, he's just also a stupid weather balloon. He can be both. Yeah. Yeah. God. Uh, do you guys want questions? Yeah. Absolutely, I do. Um, from at Blinkzilla, what is your favorite iconic international landmark like Big Ben? Hmm. Uh, I, I like the Arc de Triomphe myself. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. 
Great Wall of China is cool. Great Wall of China is pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. You know, we talked about the Statue of Liberty back in Cars times. We did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not a big fan of the Statue of Liberty. Pyramids pretty it's rad. Fine. Those are cool. Pyramids yeah. are fucking cool. Yeah, I'll go with pyramids is my answer. Stonehenge oh. neat. Yeah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'm not a Stonehenge fan. No? All right, that's fair. No. You can play music there in Guitar Hero 2. It's pretty cool. Not that sure is true. You know. Freebird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from at Gatsby Lowe, what's one art medium, photography, painting, printmaking that you'd love to try and learn if given the opportunity? Oh, gosh. I do wish I could just do digital art. I do wish I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, I there's been a part of me that has wanted to be able to like draw well for my entire life, but uh, there's not a part of me that has the motivation and discipline to make that happen. Yeah. I don't I just don't have the time. Yeah. Uh I would like to like I've dabbled in photography and I'd be like I'd like if I could. Yeah. Like fully dedicate myself to that. Mhm. Like just for like a bit, I thought I think that'd be very fun. Yeah, any kind of any kind of sculpture is um like black magic to me. Like how the fuck do you make a sculpture? How do you know what you're doing enough to do that? How the fuck do you look at like a brick of rock or wood or something and just be like, oh yeah, no, I know how to pick away at this in the exact way to make something cool come out of it. Marble statues are fucked up. You can't just do that. You can't just do that. And like the really like. The ones where, like, they look like fabric, like, you can see, like, sheet. Yeah, like, those fuck? are fucked up. I'm like, oh, God, no, that's not possible. Stop it. I fucking hate how talented these people are. Right? Um, like, I make the, a the, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one that, like, I, like, could, like, theoretically, like, I, I could, th- I, you know, theoretically do, but I wouldn't, I will never do, be able to do. Uh-huh. Um, is, mo- like, making models. I think models are really cool. Uh-huh. And, like, just, like, models of, like, cities or, like, towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, in a different life, I would be one of those motherfuckers with trains. The model trains? Yep. I was... <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see you being a model train person. Yep. Next um, question. Yeah. Uh, from at Maxi Satan, y'all ever done an escape room? Ashley and I have done an escape room together. Whoa. Yes, we have. Luke, you done any escape rooms? The only escape room I've done, it was at a PAX South we went to, and it was a thing called True Dungeon, and it was a nerd-ass escape room where it was like you got a character sheet at the start. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was like the room's like, oh, it was like trying to act like, oh, you're a party going through a dungeon. Uh, And then like... For combat, they had like a little shuffleboard track, and like, oh, you it, like, and you're doing that instead of rolling dice or something. It was neat. They had a big animatronic yeah. dragon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were space peep, spacemen. Uh. Um. That was fun. There was a skeleton. There was a skeleton. <laughs> that was very good because, like, you're getting, like. Stuff from like the the dude who has trapped you in there, basically. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then you open up one of the doors, and it reveals his skeleton. And the video turns from like him being an alive man to him being a skeleton. He's like, "I'm dead." <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Uh, I also did an escape room that had a live actor in it who was playing a zombie. 
Uh, and that was terrifying, yeah, but yeah, also kind of cool. No, thank you. Because <laughs> uh, part of the puzzle was you had to wrap his, like, chain around, like, the middle part of the room. Oh, jeez. So that you could, like, access certain places, but, like, the chain got longer every single time. Ugh. Uh, and I was also the one who solved the puzzle that, like, you have to do, but like, it also, like, f- sets him free. Oh, God. And I didn't know that was ha- going to happen, and so <laughs> I just do it in, like, it's, like, on top of, like, a crate, and, like, you know, and, like, ah, I solved it, and then I just hear, like, a chain moving, and I'm like, uh-oh. That's got to be a job where, like, you have got to be ready to take some punches to the face of people just, like, reflexively, like, fight or flight just attacking you, you know? Yeah, I felt very bad for him. Yeah. And I was like, hey, can I give that dude, like, a tip or something? Yeah. <laughs> just slip him a 20 and be like, hey, don't touch me. <laughs> well, no. Um, the best part of it was eventually I, like, there was, like, four, like, colored, like, plastic balls. And I started playing cat with him <laughs> mm-hmm. to, Great. like, distract him. At the end yeah. of the thing, he just gave me, like, a little, like, half thumbs up, like, zombie thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. Um... From at uh, Priscilla BL, friend of the show, wife of a, a co-host. Wife, wife of me. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Uh, Thanks for the questions. Uh, said, do you think uh, number six woodworking bills will ever come up again in the entire show even once? <laughs> Luke, you can't answer this question, All but right. God, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Same. I hope he, like, whittles some shit. Fuck yeah. It's going to be MacGyver with wood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Moon Rules asked if we want the alternate ending. No. <laughs> I forget what the alternate ending is. It's not Man. that different. Sounds like some nonsense. <laughs> uh, and if you were in a similar situation to the prisoner, what would be your big bin? Like, what would be the thing that, like, uh, when I hear it, I, I know I'm home. Uh-huh. Uh, and that for me, I guess that'd be, like, the ambulances of fire trucks gone by. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know I'm back in California when I hear all the gunshots, baby. Oh, boy. Uh, I'll, I'll know back in, like, my childhood home when I can hear the railroad that goes by there. Yeah. 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 There is a freeway really close to my childhood home, so the, the sound of the freeway is always something I like. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look up what the fucking... Yeah, no, there's there's basically no difference. The alternate version of the Chimes of Big Ben includes a sequence that was later cut where number six uses a triquetrum, an ancient Greek measuring device, to locate the position of the village. Sounds like some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the end title's also finished with the smaller wheel of the penny farthing resolving into the earth while a galaxy of stars fills the bigger wheel, and then the canopy mm. on the bicycle, the earth, then expanded to a single word, pop. Okay. So... Yeah. You missed out sure. on that. Uh, some talking about Eidolon right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> uh, are we? What are we waiting on? Uh, I, I was just gonna also, if you had any, like, oh. what was what was your home God. sound? I feel like uh, home sound. Um. Like airplanes flying overhead. Mm, sure. Yeah, we're pretty close to the airport. Uh, 
from at Trump Purple. Were you into art school, uh, art class in school? If so, did you have stuff featured in a student gallery kind of thing? Uh, uh no, I I am too fucking math brain for art. <laughs> I'm trying to. T- have I told that story on here about when I plagiarized the fucking Zelda map for art class and got like no? a no, <laughs> no. Go on. In like fourth grade, we had to draw a map, like a fictional map. Like you're, you're supposed to make it up, and it was supposed to be like like a map making lesson. So like it has to be very clearly um, like labeled, and you have to give detailed instructions on how to use the map to get from one spot of the map to the other. And I just made the Ocarina of Time world map <laughs> and described how you get from, like, fucking Zora's domain to the spirit temple. Now make sure you are always walking backwards. It is faster to do so. Yeah, um, and my teacher just thought it was incredibly creative. I had so many interesting ideas about, like, oh, you have to stay on the road to avoid the skeletons, and there's a phantom guide who will take you through the desert. And she, I was oh, just, stop. I was so inventive, and she had me come in early <laughs> one time to go on, like, the CCTV show we had in the morning to show, show oh it off. Oh, my God. And, like, I never got called on it, but there were obviously kids in the school that fucking knew what I was you doing. You didn't get called on it? <laughs> no one ever called me on it. Holy shit. <laughs> That, that's some people being good about that shit. <laughs> no snitches in that school. Yeah. I had a kind of similar thing where, uh, but I did get called on it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, which was, uh, we had to make a flag for, like, a fake country. Uh, and, uh, I had just watched Beavs and Butthead do America. Great. And so my co- fake country was named Cornholio. <laughs> Because, you know, teenager. Uh-huh. Right, right. And my history, like, teacher was just like, all right, then, yeah. Beavs <laughs> <laughs> and butthead, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't even really, like, I wasn't consciously cheating. I was just like, this is, I am 10, and literally the only thing I care about in life is the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair. Uh, and I don't think it really hit me that I had done something wrong until I was being commended on TV about how creative and original I was. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Um. For at, uh, from at, uh, Tint Perfected, uh, and what artistic style or medium would you choose to render the beautiful face of Leo McKern, who plays number two? (laughs) And could you do Leo McCurran in Minecraft? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we gotta make a Mount Rushmore of number twos. <laughs> I could never do... Here's the thing. I I don't art good. I can't... My yeah. brain doesn't no. do it right. I can barely do architecture. My, uh... The really bad drawing that's on, like, the... That we were talking about earlier. Yeah. That's, like, better than mine. <laughs> I could do better than that, but not much. Of the people here, you're the most, like, drawn, artistic, talented. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't and, make yeah. any fucking sense, but you got it. No, yeah, well, I, you know I'm mean. probably the best drawer of the three of us, and I'm not a good drawer. And from at Rush of Nowhere, did your town growing up have a bell tower or anything like that? Uh, I live a few blocks from my turret, so every weekend we would hear them ring the bells. Uh, but uh, I think... No. 
but we did have uh, railroad tracks. Yeah. So when when trains rarely went by, we had railroad that. tracks that didn't cross the street but ran down the middle of the street. Oh, and it was oh. just oh train uh, alarm going. Everybody parallel park and wait for the train to go by. It's train day. No crying on train day. <laughs> no. Here's your orange juice. <laughs> My favorite of the juices. If you don't get this, don't worry. Don't don't worry, it's fine. It's not worth it. (laughs) It's fine. Actually, yes, go listen to Mariella. Do yourself a fucking favor. (laughs) Yeah. So good. Uh, Anything Uh, else, Ashley? No, that was it. Uh, I could tell the story about the time I rang the bell in a church and it broke. (laughs) Oh. Did they say you can't come back after that? It was my grandparents' church, so. no. (laughs) No wonder they hate you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the reason they hate me. (laughs) God. Um, that's the first indication. Yeah, that was like when I was like, "Oh shit!" Uh oh, this This kid got the devil in. (laughs) Devil. Uh, but yeah, no, that's it. Great, uh, Luke. Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Um, you can find the podcast that I'm putting most of my mental energy into right now. Idle on Playtest on AudioEntropy.com. Uh, it is an actual play podcast where I GM two different campaigns that release episodes on alternating weeks, uh, and it is playtesting the game that me and Molly made together called Eidolon Become Your Best Self. It's uh, an RPG inspired by JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Persona, and it's a good time. I like that podcast. We do a good job on it. Yeah. Um, it's by a the good time fucking show. By the time you're hearing this... Uh, the third episode of Rock will be available for free. That's a pretty good one. Everyone gets a crush on a woman who's trying to kill them just because she has a motorcycle. What do you want me to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to not get a crush on a woman who has a motorcycle and tries to kill me? <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but if you go to patreon.com slash playtest and give us some money, uh, for a dollar, you can... One dollar! One dollar! You can get an, the next episode of Idol on Pop a whole week early. And let me tell you... I love pot number four, a pretty fucking good episode. I'm excited. Yeah. And you can get that for just a dollar. Yeah. It's just one dollar. What are you doing with a dollar? And for five dollars, still not that much, you can get the fucking game that we make. Get the fucking game. You can play it. Give me your fucking money. Give us your fucking money. Uh, Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, Ashley, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at your librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, and you can also find me uh, at uh, hyenacackle.com and also at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your Give Ashley fucking your money. fucking money. Now. Um, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with the Y-E-R. You can find me at audiometry.com. You can find me at idmayo.com. We release a new episode of... Um, of the Amory score this week. So you can check that out. So it's a fun time. Jackson and I talk about baseball for probably 20 minutes beforehand. It's great. Um, and there will also be a new episode of journal updated coming up about mass effect. Um, when you are hearing this, I More don't like know. Mass effect. It's, it's a bad fucking game. <sighs> Um, I was going to say, when you hear this, you might be able to send in questions, but no, you can't. Sorry. You have to You have to keep an eye out on my Twitter, because I'm going to ask again. 
uh, you better send me a fucking question. And then when you hear this episode and you hadn't done that, you're going to feel really bad. So just pay attention to my Twitter, I guess. Um, and you can find that on abnormalmapping.com. You can also find me at patreon.com slash Uh, You know what else you can do is you can go to audioentry.com, give us a little money, hit that donate button in the upper hand corner, pay for the hosting for the website so we can keep giving you these podcasts. We know you want them. You're listening to it, aren't you? Asshole. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> listen, I am in a state. I'm just, just bringing some energy. Um, you can also, you know, tell your friend, tell your friends about us. We're watching The Prisoner. Everybody loves The Prisoner. Fucking everyone um, loves The Prisoner. And you know what? We're really funny. So maybe you can <laughs> tell your friends about how fucking funny we are. Um, listen, there's probably have... a lot of Prisoner podcasts out there. I doubt there's that many. That go. We're the only. No, we are the only length. prisoner podcast. No, there's there's definitely lots of them out there, but we're definitely the <laughs> only f- one that goes on at length about number two just wanting number six to be his uh, lifestyle. His bottom. Uh, bottom. His lifestyle sub. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's about that. We're the only prisoner podcast. Fuck that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> all the other prisoner podcasts, if they existed, would probably have like watch orders and shit. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> How much you made that your fucking uh, hill to <laughs> die prisoner on? Prisoner gimmick. I listen. <laughs> this show came out in that order. Everybody liked it. We don't need to tweak it. <laughs> you it doesn't are, make any sense. You're the person that gets mad when Smash players turn off items. <laughs> no, I, I, well, <laughs> I think there are some items in that game that are not good. And there are some that are, so, you know, it just depends. I got, uh-huh. I got a selection. Anyway, uh, we're done here. Anybody have anything else they want to bring up before we go? You know, I Googled The Prisoner on Apple Podcasts, not seeing any. That's what I fucking said. We're the only Prisoner podcast. Oh, wait, and here's one. Be the- Back in the no. village. <laughs> no. <laughs> and this will be the only Prisoner podcast to This talk is the about. only Prisoner podcast. Um... Actually, get us out of here. Uh, until next time, be seeing ya. Somebody changed the title of Tenet to Teat. Great. Oh, it was Sylvia. (laughs) Good job, Sylvia. Great job, Sylvia. Yeah, I'm seeing that now. What a fucking asshole. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, go fuck yourself, Chris Nolan. What a piece of shit. Yeah. There's like three good Chris Nolan movies, maybe. Maybe. Memento's pretty good. I haven't seen I Surprising no one, I've seen none of these movies. Yeah. Memento, pretty good movie. Although it's very much a dead wife revenge story. Oh, well. But as far as one of those go, it's pretty good. Chris Nolan fucking loves dead wives. I, yeah. Like every movie he makes is a dead wife in it. Let's get, let's get dead Nolan on the Amory Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's Avery Wars.
<laughs> oh, we're talking about uh, Christian Nolan, the wife guy? Yeah. <laughs> the dead wife guy. Tweeting this. I love my dead wife. As a child, I love I was... my dead wife. <laughs> it's always mocked by my fears. I was made fun fears. of for loving dead wives. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Chris, we're doing a bit. Oh. <laughs> Chris is not dead. No, no, she's not. Um, 